Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Rock for another episode of The Cup Duet Reviews. That's right. If you haven't gotten enough of my face with Nicholas Nickleby, you're going to get another face full of Mackenzie. This time, though, we're talking about a musical, and we are talking about the new Canadian quintessential musical that ranks right up there with Anne of Green Gables in Canadian theater, and that is none other than the 2017 musical Come From Away with book and lyrics by Irene Sankoff and David Heen. Uh, and we are talking about the Apple TV Broadway recording that was just released this past uh, month in honor of September 11th, 20th anniversary. And so to do this duet review with me, we have none other than the wonderful Jillian Robinson. Hello, Jill. Hello, Mac. How goes it? Goes very well. Please tell us what is in your cup. What is your ensemble? Yes, 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 yes. Um, so in my cup today, I have the cup. I feel like it had been a while since I've been in the cup, so I thought we'd you know we'd bring back the mug. Yep. And I am drinking coffee. I wish it was Tim Hortons coffee. It is not, <laughs> but it is. Um, the brand I have right now is called the Great Canadian. It's the President's Choice brand. So yep. the Great Canadian coffee is what I'm drinking today. Perfect. And obviously have my water to stay hydrated. Yes. Um, my ensemble today. Um, so I actually recently moved back to my place in Toronto, which opened mm. up way more closet doors of ensemble choices. Because for about a year and a half, I didn't have half my wardrobe. So <laughs> haven't worn this number in a while, but this is my navy blue blazer. And I thought it was Love quite it. appropriate for tonight. Um for our mm-hmm. flight attendants and our pilots. Um, You're very Beverly Bass. Exactly. I'm Be- Beverly Bass bounding for this mm-hmm. for this recording, for sure. Um, and no earrings today. I just thought I would, oh. you know, the blazer, the blazer and was, was a statement enough yes. tonight. So. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Uh, t- oh, let's see. Well, tonight I am drinking a blueberry, blackberry crystal light. So we get the blue uh, theme going here. And then I'm wearing my blue and white shirt that kind of looks like the little come from away um, globes from, from a distance. They're really diamond, white diamond right. things. But, you know, from from a distance on the camera, it looks little like little circles. So kind of like the little globes in the logo there. So, yeah, that is that. So, Jill, why don't we start? Because the event that um, catapults this musical into action is a very tragic and uh, very much modern historical event that impacted everybody uh, globally, as we find out in this musical. It's not just uh, Americans, it was everybody around the world was somehow affected by this uh, tragic event. So Jill, for you, since we are both on the younger end of the spectrum, what do you remember about that day exactly? Well, I remember I was, I think I was five um, Mm -hmm. and I was, it was the days of school that I wasn't in school. So the every Uh other day system was in place. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was at my grandparents' house and I Mm -hmm. remember um, my parents both got off work early that day, Mm -hmm. um, which was out of the norm, right? And Mm -hmm. uh, came directly to my grandparents' house and my family, we were pretty open about things like, and I have older siblings as well. So Mm -hmm the talk of news and both my parents being medical professionals, like we kind of at a very young age knew facts about worldly things. And, Mm -hmm. um, 
I just remember them talking with my grandparents and trying to be, you know, tactful as much as they can and to not mm-hmm. scare me or my siblings. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I do remember it being very serious. Like, like mm. I knew it was serious because my parents were putting on a little bit of a front, right? And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't, we didn't watch much of the footage at least i didn't see much of the footage mm-hmm. um obviously me being young um but i did i do remember my mom like not fully explaining what had happened but do telling me that that um like something in the states and i grew up in windsor ontario so right. i'm a border city kid detroit's right across mm-hmm. the border for me so right. that was also a little bit alarming on our side too because at mm-hmm. that point the state sort of went into a state of emergency, right? And mm-hmm. we're right across the pond from that. Right. Literally, it's a yes, the border minute drive. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, yeah, so it, it was, it, it was uh, certainly alarming. Mm-hmm. And me being mm-hmm. kind of like a big brained kid, even at five years mm-hmm. old, I kind of mm-hmm. wanted to know what was going on. And right. I just knew that the, uh, the adults around me were like fearsome and, mm-hmm. Uh, did a good job again of explaining like you know we're just glad we're all together right now and we're, mm-hmm. we're kind of figuring this out and me yep. being a little ball of sunshine five-year-old I was just like okay well I'll just I'll just keep being me and mm-hmm. and trying to bring as much smiles and laughter and comfort that I can um mm-hmm. yeah and then and then again being being a border city kid um mm-hmm. for quite some time there there was sort of just like tension or apprehension right or at least mm-hmm. in that first week post yes. post the attack um yeah and then growing up it wasn't until i was like in my adolescence that it really sunk in that mm-hmm. that something like that had happened um mm-hmm. but yeah and then every mm-hmm. every year it's just there's that that part part of our hearts mm-hmm. you just you take that time you take that silence mm-hmm. um because mm-hmm. it really did shift and as this musical as we talk more and more about it like it really mm-hmm. did shift all all people mm-hmm. yes but yeah what about you mac well let's see uh 2001 i was in grade one because my years always match up with whatever year like it was so i was in grade one just started full-time at school um let's see uh I don't rem- I don't remember picking up on anything going on at school that day. It was a full day of school for us. I don't remember being sent home early. What did tip me off though was the fact that my parents had the TV on on a weekday because we did not do TV on weekdays. Okay. And so they had the news on and they had left the room and I decided to change the channel to like my channel. And they came back and they yelled at me saying like, why did you touch the channel? Like, change it back. So I remember that. Uh, and then I remember the next day in class, we had a whole discussion with our teachers about, about it. So there was that. And then it was actually, uh, only a few weeks ago when I was cleaning out my big keepsake, uh, chest of goodies at at my parents' place. And I found, and I was going through all my papers that had been kept and sure enough in an envelope, I discovered that my mom had stored away the letter from September 11th that I guess the principal had sent out or, or sent home with everybody because email wasn't big at that point. So they would have had to print all the paper and then stuff it in envelopes for every single student to take home to their parent. 
that basically said, we haven't talked to them much about it in school. We'll be talking about it tomorrow. Please, tonight, if you can, refrain from going like into too much detail. We don't want to upset children, have them coming and talking to the other kids right. and like starting the rumor mill. So, yeah. so, but we found that letter and I, and I, I, I almost, because I was just going, going through papers quickly, I almost threw it out till I actually read it and went, oh, wait, hold on. This is actually like a historical document of that day. So there's that. And then you get, like you, I didn't get, I, I don't think the right word is interested, but I didn't become aware and actually do research on it until I was in um, like grade seven, grade eight, because there was the film United 93 that came out by Paul Greengrass. And my mom actually took me to see that at, at the theater downtown. We went on like opening weekend to go see it. So my, so my mom had thought this would be an interesting or uh, 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 movie to go and watch. And it, it's, it's a very well done film if you haven't seen it. I highly recommend watching United 93. It's a very well done, honest depiction of that day. They don't, it's not um, super raw, raw, heroic, um, um, still like over the top patriotic. It's very grounded. A lot of characters, you don't know their names. Mm-hmm. And that was a deliberate choice by the director. And I think it's the same thing here, where okay. we get very few names of actual characters. Like, yes, yeah. they have names like Kevin T, Kevin whatever, um, Hannah. Like, we get a few names, but it's... But you have to be really listening to the to the, to the, to yeah. the book to catch their it's names. Not, if, it's not really about, about that, too. Exactly. It's not about one too. person. It's about... Yeah. The, the broader world and the community that, that is affected by this event. And so, yeah, that film was really well done. I, I, I thought it was, I, I thought it was quite well done. Yeah. That's kind of how that's, that's our experiences with this uh, national event. But Jill, what about the musical though? Because we're here to talk about Come From Away, the musical. So what have you done with this musical? Like, was this your first time to it? Were you familiar with the score? So I, I sort of uh, amongst many other up and coming Canadian artists mm-hmm. and industry personnel, I kind of mm-hmm. got some VIP access ability to this musical because mm-hmm. um, I, the program I went to, um, mm-hmm. for those of you new listening, was the mm-hmm. University of Toronto and Sheridan College Theatre and Drama Studies program. Right. So Sheridan College is was the birthplace of this musical right. um, way before I, I was at Sheridan. Yes. But, um, 2013, so when, it started at Sheridan yes. College. So when they... Um, yeah, they put up, they put up, like, they, they did, um, like, pre-show. They did, like, mm-hmm. a pre-show um, performance down in downtown mm-hmm. Toronto, and they invited uh, current Sheridan Theatre and Drama Studies and Musical Theatre students, mm-hmm. and also um, a bunch of industry personnel and producers right. and um, artists, Canadian artists and Toronto-based uh, artists, mm-hmm. and... So that was my first uh, performance of it. It was okay. downtown in Toronto. I can't remember mm-hmm. if it was Royal Alexander or the Princess of Wales. It would have been Royal Alex because that's the only. Okay. That's, that's they only did it there both times. There it is. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the Royal Alex, and it was filled. Mm-hmm. Like every single oh, one yeah. was filled. And that it was, pre-Broadway run and, was sold out. It, it was yeah, huge. and and it was interesting. The night we went to, like I said, it was specifically for Sheridan students mm-hmm. and other art students and yes. artists from so so the entire audience we were all like performers or artists mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. or um critics and so mm-hmm. that was kind of neat um mm-hmm. and then I saw it again in on Broadway in New York with my family Ooh, um so sitting amongst 
like New Yorkers and tourists mm-hmm. in the audience. So I had very yeah. different audience mm-hmm. experiences. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you with this musical, like you felt it, you felt the mm-hmm. difference. Yeah. Like being in an all Canadian audience in my first mm-hmm. time and knowing that mm-hmm. this piece is coming from a school that you're a part of. And right. it's so, um, it's such a gorgeous connection of um, mm-hmm. like Americans, Canadians coming together. Right. And then again, being the example of just humans coming together right. and, and sharing love and support in a time of turmoil. Mm-hmm. But um, there was something to us all being artists and, and yeah. experiencing this vivacity together mm-hmm. and then seeing it in New York. Um, there was just more like of a truth, not like a truthfulness, but like, um, you know, that the people sitting in those audiences, like were mm-hmm. directly affected by the content of the story. Mm-hmm. So like, yes, every, every somber moment in this musical, it, yes, it is going to hit you. I still watching it on Apple TV. I still bawled in the moments I bawled at, but it was, yep. it was so fascinating to me, like these different audience perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The emotions were just mm-hmm. couched differently. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, so we saw it twice in person and then just seeing it on Apple TV right. uh, this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, was great. It was so nice to see the pro shot because yes. again, I had had sort of, you know, the the usual way of watching a play mm-hmm. where you're sitting in the audience and you sort of have the full stage and you're seeing everything mm-hmm. all at once. But with the pro shot, it was really lovely to sort of get more intimate and see yeah. different angles of characters and mm-hmm. get up um, close. So there's a lot of great yeah. close-up shots. Have your view sort of skewed mm-hmm. um, in a way that you wouldn't be able to see it if you were just yeah. sitting in the theater. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then like we were saying earlier with this being such a collective piece, mm-hmm. it was super nice to get up close and personal mm-hmm. and sort of more contact with, yeah. with characters in the different mm-hmm. episodes that present themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So a lot, I, I, yeah. Come, come from away is, is near and dear to me for sure. Yeah. Uh, but how about you, Mac? Was this your first time? No, no. So my it was actually my mom who had heard about this show and it was doing its Toronto pre-Broadway tryout because of an employee at work had come in and said, this is a really good show. And my mom very rarely will ever um, come in and <laughs> come in and say, I heard about the show. We should go. Like it's more, that's usually more my dad and I just need to push a theatrical experience, but my mom will do it sometimes if there's something that really peaks her interest. And this one did. So, so sure enough, uh, it was then the Tony Awards that year uh, that I got my first kind of real glimpse at the show because uh, my my parents actually came down and watched their 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 segment because they both wanted to see it. Um, so we were all very excited and, 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 I, and I knew that it wasn't going to win when it was the first musical that performed that night. Because typically, if you if you watch every year, it's usually the musical that is first is the one that... Um, probably didn't win because because the one that usually wins is held out, held out to the last performance. Right. But the one that is like the runner up or like the next closest one gets the first slot of the night. So they still get all the eyeballs on them. And then like the ones that are like in the middle or like not as hot are usually the ones that are like performed by in the middle. So it was right. nice to see that. So I, I was like, oh yeah, you don't go blowing your big winner of the night first out of the gate. You got usually hold that. And that was the year of Durban Hansen. So they were right. really like, building up like Ben Platt's coming, Ben Platt's coming, and then yeah. Dear Evan Hansen won. 
Yeah. Still salty. What a way to open the show, though. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Like, too. Like every number of "Come From Away" is like a energy. Like, it's energy. It's energy, energy, energy. So yeah. So we all watched the Tonys. We loved it. And then when we found out they were doing a Toronto production, uh, it was we all got excited for that. My aunt actually flew in from out west. So yeah, she so she flew in for that. And then we all saw it together. Uh, there was my mom, my dad, my sisters, my sister's partner, and then my aunt and her partner. So it was a big group of us that all went to see the show. And we actually had to be broken up into two separate groups because we could not get like eight seats together. It was basically we had to go four and four basically to do it. Uh, but we did dinner right beforehand. It was lovely. I mean, my, my friend Lisa Horner is part of the Toronto yeah. cast, as well right. as Amir, who came on for our Falsettos episode. He was in the, and he he's a swing in that show. So he was one of the Kevins that night. I think he's the one that uh, breaks up at the end. Okay. I think that's the Kevin he was. Uh, but he was, so I was lucky. I was so happy that he got, I got to see him do the show. Um, and it, it, and it was great. I mean, that show, seeing it live on stage, there is something special. It's all, it's yeah. almost very um, Shakespearean the way it's done where basically everybody's on deck everybody's on stage nobody's off stage really everybody's participating yeah. it's very much kind of um Joan Littlewoody like very down to the ground almost like what we did for Owen oh, Lovely War like it's minimal set very yeah. sparse well, like well, moving things around and it, it was yeah. just beautiful to watch like, everybody was always engaged on stage there were, mm-hmm. and, and you really tell this was a strong ensemble which explains why when the show went to the Tony Awards, uh, none of them got best, uh, none of them were there for best lead actor. Uh, it was only the actress playing Beverly Bass who got best featured actress for yeah. that nomination because clearly this is an ensemble piece. This is built well, like right. nobody is the lead. Everybody is equal in this. Yeah. Well, and cra- kind of like cracking mm-hmm. that open more too. Yeah. Um, I think there's something fascinating about this being a Canadian musical and yes. like it's very it from from like a sheer form point of view it's mm-hmm. very different from the traditional American musical which it is, is predominantly like song and dance a little bit more yep. you have your protagonist against yep. the chorus kind of vibe mm-hmm. and you follow that trajectory and yep. um there's a there's a clear-cut plot and this yes. to me think it's wicked very, <laughs> it, yeah it's very devised yep. it's very ensemble based mm-hmm. right it's a yep. lot about the unity more than the individual yep. mm-hmm. and um, you can tell that this was sort of like a workshopped, devised piece because the end result mm-hmm. resonates mm-hmm. in those episodes. Yes. Not not every character or character's interactions are fully flushed out. It's yep. just sort of like a snapshot. You're dropping in, yes. Yeah. yeah, and that, I think, again, that paired with, like you were saying, the, the Joan Littlewood-esque of, like, groundedness. Yeah. I think that mean, that that just dramaturgically speaks so much to our setting, which is, like, the woodland areas of Canada, yep. right? It's like yep. literally the rock. behind behind you right now, Mac. Yes. You have like the trees and the wooded yes. stage, like that stays mm-hmm. the same. And it and it's to kind of yep. like constantly remind mm-hmm. you are here. You know what I mean? Like you yes. are here. Yes. Um mm-hmm. so so many things mm-hmm. like tie together beautifully. And yes. then like this can take us on another tangent too, but like the music motifs of Oh, like, absolutely. We'll definitely constant- get into music. Yeah, the repetition of things mm-hmm. and like, like just the use of repetition. And it's oh, it's like huge! It's huge. Such like a psychological sort of yeah. safety net, right? Of mm-hmm. like reminding, and mm-hmm. then another, and just yeah, yeah, collective breath. Anyways, I'm exploding everywhere because this musical is amazing, and there's it, so it many opens so many doors. 
And fun fact, so the reason why the set's so sparse is because that's a holdover from the Sheridan workshop where they didn't have a budget. So they just used chairs and yeah. a small cast and the, and the writers went, oh, this actually kind of totally. works for the story. Because when you because you realize that when you're having to change so many characters throughout the show, uh, you 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 don't have time to do big sets. You don't have time to do that. It's it's you you got to just do. It's almost Brechtian too, like almost theater of the absurd it, yeah. in that sense well, and, of. And I, yeah, and I've said this in other panels too. Mm-hmm. Of like, it's it it allows mm-hmm. the the interaction and the emotional mm-hmm. the the emotions and the the acting to be yeah. forefront, right? Like yeah. we we talked about that in other in other discussions of when there are sparse sets and it's not mm-hmm. there aren't grandiose costumes. Yeah. There isn't anything else that's sort of taking away mm-hmm. from the messages at yep. hand than like kind of what you were saying with Shakespeare. It really is mm-hmm. just the actor in the raw yes. performing. And yep. yeah, there's that mm-hmm. gets you right here. Like it does. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. And I mean, yeah, this really is a great companion piece to the OG hit Canadian musical Anna Green Gables. I mean, both are East Coast musicals, both have that very similar vibe. To them, very home, down to earth. They both are um, depend a lot on motifs, like musical motifs, to carry the story. Um, and it's all and it's all about community. Like both musicals, like I think that's a big Canadian theme. Is like we are big on the community aspects. We are big on the human. We are a bit. We are, as you said, a little bit less uh, da- like flat, like Roger. Like we're, we're a little bit less like modern flash, wicked. We're a little bit more. We're a little bit. More, we're still very much more. A little bit more in the modernized version of, like, say, like an um, Rogers and Hammerstein, like a like a good book, very grounded show. Like even Drowsy Chaperone, which I think is the most Americanized yeah. Canadian musical we have. It still has that bit of that Canadian charm to it. It's small. It's very much a chamber piece. It's mm-hmm. not big. It's it, it, it's very satirical. It's got got a bit of that humor to it that that a lot of Canadian shows have. That's very wholesome. Uh, so it's it's really great. So yeah. So speaking of so speaking of the show, uh, why don't we get into a bit of the cast? Yeah, and sure. I I want to I want to start this though because I want to say well I love this cast since we're bringing up that this is a very Canadian musical. Part of me when I was watching it goes. I wish we had filmed the Mervish Toronto cast for this. Right. Like, I, or, or at least done something at the finale, like done like a cutaway to them in Toronto, done something special just because this is such a Canadian musical. And I know some of the actors on that, on that stage are, are holdovers from the Canadian workshops, the Canadian tryouts where it went to Broadway for sure. But there's part of me that goes, Oh, it'd be nice just to do the Canadian cast. They're so good. But- but I, I mean, I love, yeah. I like though that I think since the very yeah. beginning, because uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the original cast wasn't all Canadian, anyways, right? Weren't there some Americans well, in the in the like in the Sheridan workshop? You mean? No, no, in in like the the first um, sort of like trial, yeah, yeah, trial, yes, trial. yeah, yeah, yes, right. yeah. So that original trial. Oh, you're, you're talking about like the origin story actors kind of thing. No, no, no. I, I mean, like I said, doing this cast behind me. Yeah, they film it in Toronto with like the current Mervish oh, Toronto I see. cast. I see That's saying. like the all Canadian. Because I mean, I love this cast, and I know there are some Canadians who are in this cast yeah. who are fantastic. But there's part of me that goes, "This is such a Canadian musical, and there's such pride and ownership that it, this is a Canadian but, but story, see, Canadian I, musical I, that I, I wanted a little bit more Canadian presence." 
I, d- I would disagree with you because I like Ooh. that it's sprinkled with both Americans and Canadians because I think true. that is the true heartbeat of what this message actually is. Good point. Like, Good point. I think it just happens to be like the 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 ground on which this musical erected from was Canadian. True. But like, to be honest, we wouldn't have the story if it wasn't for our American Amer- a Broadway sisters. producer. Yeah. 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 yeah you need and, a Broadway and producer also to get just it. like the story, the story in itself, I think it's, it's, it's from the very beginning, like the, the mm-hmm. curtain goes up to the curtain goes down or the, yeah. the last fiddle string is heard. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, um, it's very much like the, the interwoven weaving. Yeah. Yeah. Interweaving oh. of Canadians and Americans. Right. Yeah. And I think we should be doing more of that. I agree um, on that front. Cause uh, just in all, in all, mm-hmm. in all shapes. Um, yes. But yeah, I mean, it would be ne- it would be neat to to yeah. kind of see see the full Canadian cast and like yeah, we very much are little brother, little sister, um, yes, <laughs> little little sibling to the musical yeah. theater world. Yeah. Um, so, but but yeah, I think just I know yeah, I, I, I know also that we were very restricted because of the COVID restrictions. That maybe yeah. if there wasn't a COVID restriction, they would have flown down the Canadian cast to join them on stage at the end for like a finale reprise. Right. I don't know. But either way, like, like it's still great. I mean, this cast is pheno- phenomenal. They they did so well, and the fact that they actually got back a lot of the original Broadway cast yeah, to come back and yeah. return, like the actress right. who plays Beverly Bass, whose um whose name is well, I can I got her name right here. Yeah. It's uh Jen uh Colia. Yeah, Colella. Yeah. Yeah, Cola. Yeah. 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 So she yeah so she came back as she she came back as Annette and Beverly Bass again. So okay. that was lovely to see uh, that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Jill, who is your cast shout out for the night? Yeah, well, like we said, like, this one was so difficult because everyone is so good. And like, but like, this whole story rests upon the collective. Like, there are no star, mm-hmm. like, star studdedness doesn't exist in this musical. That's another reason why I love it. It's, yeah. You know, like, sure, super well-known, famous actors can absolutely Mm -hmm. be in this musical down the line, but, like, that's not what it's about, and it's, it never, I kind of hope it never really rests upon that. I don't think it will, just by the nature of the story being what it is. But um, I honestly think that the energy and the chemistry that is needed Mm -hmm. to be shared and exchanged Mm -hmm. throughout so many movements, even Mm -hmm. from, like, a practical movement, like, Mm -hmm. choreography, Yes. The switching of characters like that. So technically everyone yes. has to be a unit, but then mm-hmm. the the content and the the many dips mm-hmm. and, and rise um rises yes. of the stories and the types and the people and um the super sad moments and then sparked up with the super yep. jazzy energetic mm-hmm. moments. Like you have to be like a mental, emotional, physical unit as a yes. cast. Mm-hmm. So, um, honestly, like my cast shout out is the whole cast, acting, <laughs> but a couple just like, so I guess, um, some people I'll, I'll shout out. I, um, mm-hmm. Joel Hatch, who plays, uh, our various mayors and, yes. and um, <sighs> yeah, I just, he, he's awesome. Like, I, I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, everyone is, but I, I he starts the his, show. Yeah. And his swing into his yeah. different, he had right like the mm-hmm. the very welcoming warm like yeah. let's get the job done this is gander yeah. we will do this yeah but then paired with he had some like asshole characters right oh absolutely just, like, terrible people and yes. uh he just fluidly mm-hmm. went back and forth back and forth 
yes. back and forth. Um, and it's very strong throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, another one to shout out Paul Witte, who's mm-hmm. our Oz fudge. Then he also plays yeah. the Jewish gentleman. Um, and mm-hmm. he, he has some other, uh, like checking in the passengers when they, once they come yes. off the plane. Like, so he has a the lot bus driver. Of, yeah. The bus driver, just a lot of like a mm-hmm. handful of characters. And again, yeah. he puts, he puts mm-hmm. so much, um, like everyone was so different and so yeah. strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously our, our, our go-to ladies like Beulah and, mm-hmm. um, Annette and, yes. oh gosh, uh, Di- Diane. Oh yeah. Diane. Um, yes. The, the, that trio just, oh, that, that's <laughs> every time seeing it. And I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is, this happened again. The third time I watched this, but yeah. it's when those women sort of like, they, they kind of set the tone of the piece. They do. Right? Of, or at least the tone of what Gander is going to be. Yes. Um, and mm-hmm. so it's, it's so, it's mm-hmm. so great. Like following their, yeah. their mm-hmm. trajectory. Oh, not Diane. Yeah. Sorry. Um, that was not the character. Bonnie, Bonnie. Bonnie, yes. Oh, I love Bonnie. Yeah, Bonnie. Yeah, Bonnie um, with the chimps and the dogs <laughs> in the yes, cargo hold. So, uh, yeah. So, so like I said, everyone, everyone yeah. is is mm-hmm. my favorite. But yeah, those are just other other little bits and bobs. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. Uh, I I mean, yeah. Like the, the ensemble itself is 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 the star of the show. But I mean, some highlights for me are Q Smith as uh, Hannah. She mm-hmm. has the most. Uh, 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 hardest emotional track to do in the show as uh, she is the one who's uh son who sends the firefighter who's lost uh yeah. in the towers uh and i mean her, her her heartbreaking rendition of um i am here that uh, uh, when she's on the phone and she's frustrated and she's struggling it, it like her, her like her voice just has such a heartbreaking quality to it that it, it, it just it just breaks me every time she has, she, has, she has to do that character because it's just so understandably frustrating. And the fact that like, like, like with all like the technology she had, she still couldn't get answers she wanted. And like, and she just wanted to know. And the, and the fact that like she used up the entire answering machine. Like, and yeah. that's the time when we had answering machines. And, it, and, and it's just the frustration, the sadness that comes with that when, we, when she says he's gone after this whole journey. Well, and that, that's the thing too. Mm-hmm. I think that, that character has so mm-hmm. much, um, like riding, not riding on it is not the right word, but, um, she's the emotional like the first, weight of the show. It's the first indication mm-hmm. of it, like directly impacting someone's yes. story that we have followed Correct. as the audience, yes. everyone, right. Like the, the majority of the folks we're following are mm-hmm. those who are in the plane landed in Gander yes. and this thing is happening that. Yeah. happening around them it's mm-hmm. happening globally to them it's happening nationally to them yeah. but they are there in gander mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. but then when you do have hannah i i was so taken aback and shocked and again being mm-hmm. in the new york audience in broad right. broadway that was definitely a moment where everybody's heart stopped for a second in yes the theater. like people actually like gasped or like Mm-hmm. audibly were crying yeah because it it throws it in the face of it being real mm-hmm. like yeah right it's like we're not hearing about it anymore it's happening um, yes and and hannah's our gateway to that um yeah yeah like as the story unravels i think even mm-hmm. in in um me in the sky um yes beverly's song when mm-hmm. i i can't recall Last night I was trying to focus in on this and I'm pretty sure I, I, I didn't miss a part of it, but um, 
the idea of like it was a terrorist attack done by a plane like the where the plane yeah basically the yeah they took my yeah they they, they, they that, took my the, the, the idea, my love like, and turned it into, into a weapon yeah and and talking about it's not until the play sort of unravels mm-hmm. that like the event is talked about in that yes. way right it's always like mm-hmm. something bad has happened or this has happened yes. or like a helicopter mm-hmm. flew into a building but then it was like yeah. okay here are the facts this is what it was yeah. and then we get hannah being like okay my son has perished because of this yeah. event like it's like mm-hmm. things become like start tugging more and more yes. it's it's real like it actually mm-hmm. it actually happened yes. right yeah, yeah. So, yeah, sorry, and I will tangent, say but, my yeah. other shout out goes to Canadian actor Lee McDougall, who plays Doug and the British gentleman Nick. I, th- nice. I thought he was okay. I thought he was so lovely. Like, like he has just such that charming quality to him that it's like you can see that warmth and that heart to, to this guy. And, and you can see why like he like, is also nice that he like, he's an older like love interest character like a lot of times like it's the youthful young love but it's but it but it's him and um what's the name of his partner diane. is it that diane yeah yeah mm-hmm. play, yeah yeah, yeah played by sharon wheatley like the two She's of them so like, it's, like, like it's almost like a, a, a tevia and golda situation where it's like an older love that you're seeing blossom here yeah. and, and he and in the way just he's so corny like the whole i had to go get my medication don't worry it's not that oh, oh god he's off his medication like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, guess, I guess just those innocent interactions they do. And, mm-hmm. and they did such a great job of the two of them together as a pair building this relationship that every time you get to the end where like, you don't realize they move to get, they move together, but it's like, we try to make a long distance work. Um, we, we couldn't make it work. And then, then, then they build in that pause that I, they do it in Toronto too, where everybody's like, Oh no, did they break up? And then it's like, surprise, he moved to Texas to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like that thing of like, you're, you get so invested in this older, like this more mature coupling. That's like, like this whole stop the world song is it's just so, it's such a great ju- juxtaposition. Cause on one hand you have the tragedy of, uh, of what's caused them to be in this situation and, and falling in love in this, in this area. But on the other hand, you're like, oh, but this works for you too. You two have been given this opportunity because of this. So, yeah. so there, there's that weird push and pull of, I, I'm rooting for you, but I'm also sad the fact that the way you, the way you came together was because yeah. uh, of this tragedy. But then it also it, it also shows that even out of the darkest tragedy, love will prevail in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and I think that's definitely one of the mm-hmm. heartbeats and thesis mm-hmm. statements of this whole yeah. show of yeah. like to be reminded that at the end of the day, it's it's the raw love and support mm-hmm. of humanity coming yes. together literally giving the clothes off their back literally mm-hmm. like making food until five Boring. in the morning yep. and splashing water in your face and doing it all over again yep. and um yeah this musical highlights that wonderfully mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so then jill what was your favorite song of the show Oh my goodness. Again, who what what mm-hmm. a question cuz they're all amazing. Yeah. Um Oh dear. Hold on. I'm going to pull up a list here so I can actually give you an honest I also answer. have my list up too. <laughs> Just so I can get um, the name of mine right. I mean, I'm always I'm always a fan of Screech in. Just Yes. I think 
Kiss it the cod. Like, it happens like right in, I don't know. It's like there's some sort of crest in the play. Yeah. Where. Right. Because before this, like prayer has happened. I am here. Yes. has happened. Right. So we've, we've gotten into it. Mm. It's just like it is. It's a wonderful. I don't even want to call it a release because this whole musical really does a wonderful job of releasing and purging mm-hmm. and all the things. Mm-hmm. But it, it comes at like a moment of when you need I that guess, energy. We we're just check. talking about it. Yeah. Right. And when we're like, this is getting real. This is actually yeah. like it's starting to percolate. Right. It's been yes. several hours, days um, yeah. since, days, since yeah. the attack. And yeah. um, and then it just kind of again it brings us back to the uh, the Canadian aspect of it, yes. too, right? Of of, of yes. it's such like a, mm-hmm. everybody who goes yeah. to Newfoundland, you gotta get screeched in. Um, oh, I couldn't do great, it. I couldn't. Do I, that I, shit. I, oh, I oh. want to do it so bad. My mom, my mom did it. My mom went there for a concert. A couple oh years boy, back and she uh, she definitely did it. Um, but yeah, she it's kissed just the so cat. And and I love I love when the musicians come on stage. Yeah, it's just like so normalized, and it's just like. Mm-hmm. They just become people on stage too. Um, mm-hmm. Love that. I love that because I think yeah, quite it goes often in musicals, from um, it's like mm-hmm. separate, separated. right? Like yeah, yeah, it um, goes from like die. What, what what's the term? There's a whole theory of that. It's like diegetic music versus um, what's the other term? But basically, it's like going from like superficial like music that's not of the space to being like right. The yes. band actually comes yeah. on, and now they are actually part of the story they're actually now yep. playing as if they were in the bar and it's authentic right. it's, it's like in a movie where there's the soundtrack in the background but then somebody turns on the radio and they're now listening mm-hmm. to the radio so that music's now become like an actual physical part of the story yeah. i think it's so. also just it's it's a cool thing of um like from a performer's point of view mm-hmm. like here you have a lot of uh, mm-hmm. like actors singing storytelling yeah. like like wonderfully well done yes. and moving and there's elements mm-hmm. of movement and then you have like this mini dance number and it's like yeah. oh my goodness and you're doing that too like you know and it's mm-hmm. just yeah. it, it does have that that like energetic mm-hmm. um take back to musicals yeah. uh and then and then it gets back into it with me in the sky like then it then it comes yeah right we kind of slowly make mm-hmm. our way back into the yeah yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. The whole in the bar heave away screech is such a great song because you're right, it is the energy pickup you need. Like almost because my favorite one is is the is the prayer. That is still always my favorite. It gives me chills every time we get to that song, just because of how beautifully and how they get that message once again of we are all human, we are all the same, like whether Muslim, Jewish. Uh, Catholic, Protestant, mm-hmm. Presbyterian, whatever, and you all have these different versions of the same prayer, basically. And the way, yeah. and the way the writers have just melded all these different versions together, yeah. and to create this beautiful cacophony mm-hmm. of uh, basically like the world praying, basically the the the, yeah. the 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 world offering a prayer, and it's it's stunning, it's stunning. Uh, yeah. But then it's almost like you could do an intermission at that point of the story and then start the next act with in the bar and heave away. But then I like yeah. the fact that we don't get an intermission, that we just get keep the story going. Yeah. yeah. And yet that song still works. It's almost like an like a act two opening, like a, kit, a pick me up into the yeah. next into the next part of the story. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like that whole sequence of I'm here, prayer, um, heave away screech like that whole sequence of the song is fantastic and i also I also will say the um waiting on the plane the um the 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 uh what is it here uh 
28 hours. Yes. Uh, yes. Wherever we are, we're, we're, we're just naturally builds from like quiet frustration to then just raucous drunk energy uh, to, to then, to, to, to then them getting off the plane. It's just a great way of building that 28 yeah. hour. I can't imagine being on a plane like that stuck well, on a tarmac. Like it's one thing to fly on a plane for a long time. Yeah. Cause like I did that when, when, when I was younger and we did a family trip to uh, Russia and basically yeah. we flew for almost an entire day from yeah. Moscow back to Toronto. And it was a mm-hmm. long day to be sitting on a plane, but I can imagine like, yeah. The fact that like you're just stuck on a tarmac, you don't know what's going on, and just that frustration. That's yeah. like that's like at least when I'm flying, I know where I'm going to, I know my destination, but I'm just stuck on a freaking tarmac and I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. get off this plane. Well, it's interesting talking about just like the two little mm-hmm. segment chunks of yeah. the 28 hours into wherever we are. Like you said, it yeah. starts like Ooh, there's like this internal struggle mm-hmm. and then they all the alcohol gets flowing and they all get yeah. friendlier and then the song right after that is darkness and trees yes they're on the bus and they're like yes. oh my goodness we really are in the middle of nowhere yeah so that's a perfect little like dude like a literally yep. a heartbeat like a yes that, that the musical does because it's yes. like somber and then here's an ex- explosion of of mm-hmm. happiness and joy and finding whatever joy yeah. have you and then it takes us back into reality mm-hmm. things and then yeah. going back to we just talked about with i am here and prayer yeah. and that sort of like mm-hmm. collective hope um mm-hmm. and camaraderie and then we spike up with mm-hmm. the screech but then we also kind of ground back to me mm-hmm. in the sky because in yeah. that whole song too we talk about women and how like their identity yes. and, and how that's been the sexist uh, airline industry that is exactly. still going so, today right so there's this musical does such a good job of yes. literally creating a heartbeat pattern yeah it because yeah every like everyone's mm-hmm. that that whole, mm-hmm. whole symbol of like yeah. everyone's heart fell out of their chest when this happened and yes. that all we had was the love in our hearts to kind of support yes. and figure stuff out and Mm-hmm. I just like I I can't put a finger on many musicals that like really intricately inform mm-hmm. and musicality marry itself amazingly mm-hmm. to yeah. the structure of the story. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, no. I mean, like, I, I love that you're described as a heartbeat because looking at the songs and seeing the way they're built, I'm like, you're absolutely right. Like, it's a spike in energy. Yeah. And then it's right back down to well, a really human grounded moment. Cause we have that thing on the plane where it's like drunk rock. It's like the whole joking of like Celine Dion's wherever, like, um, yeah. my heart will go on actually it's my heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but then you're right back down into like the darkness and trees. And we have that beautiful scene on the bus with the Bible. Like yeah. it was just so lovely. Like, it, like once again, like they just built a really solid musical. Yeah, and and then again, like with the we talked about this a little bit earlier in the discussion of of like the and then another and then mm-hmm. another like to me that's like a beep beep yes. right or like like yeah that sort of hope um the mm-hmm. amount of times too like talking about this groundedness and mm-hmm. really getting to the core of like the you are here you are here yes. like constantly the characters it's like are a homing beacon reminding themselves. Mm-hmm or reminding each other, right, mm-hmm. that that they are grounded mm-hmm. yeah. in a time when there is 
complete chaos. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, tragedy had occurred from something not being grounded, from something being yeah. up in the air. And yeah. like a, a skyscraper that was very far from the ground. But yet yes. now they find themselves in the heart of this wilderness where they're <laughs> like, right? There's a like, moose. <laughs> literally going to the root. Oh my gosh, that part just... <laughs> So, so Canadian. Good. The amount of the Canadian isms in this piece. Yes. Very well, I'm off to shoppers. So, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. So so good. Uh Jill, was there anything for you that didn't work? Because I think you and I are both giving glowing reviews. Yeah. And like I I I I I I struggled to find anything that really stood out to me as like I didn't like I I I, I don't think I don't, I don't think there was a Worst or or, or or a least developed production or design element. I think this whole yeah. piece is so tight and strong that it's hard to pick out anything that's like, oh, that didn't work for me. Yeah, because like I said, it, it, it's such a different form and it knows mm-hmm. that it is. Mm-hmm. So like if you were sort of a traditional musical theater goer, mm-hmm. it might take you a while to jump into this new form. It might be like, yeah. oh, they're changing costumes on stage. That's yeah. interesting. Or, mm-hmm. Oh, there's no set piece. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it can it like it, it's yeah. very Brechtian in that sense. Like it tells mm-hmm. it tells its audience what it's doing from the very yeah. beginning. Um. Yeah, which which sort of sets it up as you're seeing what you're seeing and right. we're not shielding anything that you're seeing. Mm-hmm. That alone is just like, uh, okay, well, that I can't, mm-hmm. I can't d- debate that. Yeah, I, I think, like I said, the, the casting always in this piece requires the casting to be incredibly strong because there yes. really has to be that resilience and reliance upon mm-hmm. all characters and actors at all times. Mm-hmm. Musicals, the musicality mm-hmm. is stunning. Um, the bareness of the stage, the raw like woodedness of the stage. <laughs> so I'm I'm going through all the things that I love to try to find something that I don't. And uh, it's tough, right? Like I I, I I I when I was making my notes, I'm like, is there anything that really didn't that the, didn't hit with me? And I'm like, maybe this maybe maybe we could have used some more varying camera angles because we do a lot of wide shots, and then there's just then there's like the sporadic, really cool moving close up mm-hmm. on stage where I'm like. So that's just an yeah, editing choice so and, and one, kind of what they could get on stage. One thing that I guess, like, I wouldn't want it any differently because I do mm-hmm. love the episodic nature of the piece. But right. again, knowing that it sort of came from workshoppy, probably like patches of content that were then sewn together. Yeah. And it's also documentarian some... style theater where it's like they right. interviewed all these people and then kind of strung together. Yeah. Their interviews and amalgamated certain people and mm-hmm. certain characters got mixed. So, yeah, there are some stories. There's some mm-hmm. individuals that we meet mm-hmm. that I I would just, I'm interested in how the rest of their story flushed out. Right. Like, because we're kind of, like, dropped in and taken out of some of these people's lives, yeah. we don't really get to see how they unravel more. Yeah. Or we don't really get a nice, like, tied tied with a bow package mm-hmm. deal of who that person yeah. is again i think that that there's a reason why because that's not the point but i i get this is just me i'm so yeah. so no, i get you invested and interested in these characters yeah. i just mm-hmm. i want them to have i want the rest yeah. of their story to be told yeah like but, i wanted more bonnie and the animals <laughs> like that like the whole fact that you can use little segments of her doing stuff with the animals and i kept going can we just focus on her just a little bit more? Because she's got yeah. a really interesting storyline here of mm-hmm. dealing with these animals. 
And even, like, I think, like, Ali's story ends a bit abruptly. Like, yes. we see him helping out in the kitchen. Um, the moment right. where he's being strip searched, that, that moment is so interesting to me because they mm -hmm. really do place a lot of attention on, obviously, what's happening is appalling mm -hmm. and incredibly uncomfortable in various mm -hmm. amounts of ways. But the fact that there's a woman in the room, like, that added, like, another layer yes. that I think sort of informed the audience of like, yes, we know that this it happening to the character that we mm -hmm. as the audience, so the characters mm -hmm. on stage with Ali villainize him, but mm -hmm. this play does a really good job of the audience never do. Like a lot of the times right. when you're watching a musical, you're watching mm -hmm. a play, you are introduced mm -hmm. to a villain and mm -hmm. almost right from the beginning, yep. The characters mm -hmm. who villainize this character, the audience is supporting mm -hmm. those characters yes. and seeing that person as a villain. Yes. But what this piece does is the audience, like, is always with Ali mm -hmm. and on Ali's track. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. when we're taken into that, like, mm -hmm. appalling scene, mm -hmm. there's another thing of, like, mm -hmm. okay, this is wrong in so many ways. But also, getting more personal, there's a woman in the room and yes. the fact that that is mm -hmm. also making... So... We got that, and then I I, I like that, you know, yes. he was helping with Beulah in the kitchen, and we got to hear more yes. of a story like that, but then it just kind mm -hmm. of ended with um, the letter that he sends to Beulah, of, like, send me send me the recipe of the fish and yes. cheese, which mm -hmm. is fine, but I'm, I yes. just, mm -hmm. I don't know, I wanted, I wanted more of his voice, kind yes. of. Yeah, I, and I mean, and I mean, like, I will say, uh, spinning off of, on what you just went on there, I think... What this musical does really well is even though, yes, there are tough situations like the strip search, you don't fully look at the people as villains or antagonists in that moment because you can totally understand when that flight attendant comes up to Beverly Bass and goes, here are my X, Y, Z reasons. Like, I, I don't feel safe. And I mean, right or wrong, I go, well, now in hindsight, yes, we can look back and go, he wasn't a threat. He wasn't. Like he, like he wasn't like he wasn't going to hijack and 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 do and do anything to to the to the crew or or or, or the passengers. But at the same time, right after this big event, and all you know yeah, is well, that same true this, history. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and the, yeah, and the fact that like even when like um he's praying and and and, and they kind of come after him there. Once again, as much as I go, yeah, it's really horrible that they that they did that 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 this happened. And it still does happen. At, in that moment, in that I, I can look back at that moment and go, I, I get where that anger and that fear is coming from, and it humanizes everybody. It gives it gives even the people who are making decisions that in twenty twenty one lenses we definitely wouldn't make, but we can also understand that in the days following nine eleven in two thousand and one, you can understand why oh, people yeah. were lashing out the way they were, and I think that's a really nice way of examining that history because that is a darker part of this history is that. A lot of people of Middle Eastern descent were prosecuted and were persecuted when That's they or their planes were yeah. forced to land. That's what I was just about to say. With this yeah. piece kind of being mm -hmm. like erected in 2013, I mm -hmm. think we were we definitely this musical in what you're talking about yeah. shows that side just as much mm -hmm. as the attack itself having an impact, but like yes. the the like underbelly mm -hmm. society disgust yes. and maltreatment mm -hmm. of innocent people that yep. spiraled from this yeah well right? i mean we all know what happened right i mean the strip search with with um leads almost 
you can almost draw a line to almost what's going to happen later on down in like Guantanamo Bay, right? Like it's that escalation. But at the but but in that moment in the story, I go, I I, I feel for both parties here. I feel I feel for all three: well, Beverly yeah, Bass's uncomfortability, yeah. his uncomfortability, and and the crew's uncomfortability. They're, everybody's afraid. Everybody's because worried. Because no one, no one knows anything, right? Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like everyone is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's yeah. a real. It's a it's a human story. We are all fallible, and we all can look back at those actions and go, "Yeah, that wasn't great." But you also go in the moment, "Would I do anything different?" Probably that's not. A, that's a that's a yeah. good question. That this mm-hmm. yeah, this musical definitely mm-hmm. definitely puts puts yeah. on people's minds. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess yeah, like in in a all of these moments, mm-hmm. again, I think it, it plays to what the musical is. Like, it mm-hmm. is supposed to be this, like, you're not supposed to marry yourself mm-hmm. to one thing or the other, and there's ep- episodes yeah. of, of and snapshots of mm-hmm. stuff happening. Um, yeah. You just get so invested in, in mm-hmm. everyone. And I just, I want more. <laughs> yes, I want more. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lenore, this is a beautiful, beautiful... Uh, piece. Jill, was there anything you wanted to talk about and explore? Um, I think just uh, one thing that was kind of on my mind um, mm-hmm. because, you know, a couple are coming down the line, but uh, the idea mm-hmm. of adapting musicals into films. Yes. So I have an answer for this, but I'm excited to just bring this thought to the table and get mm-hmm. your opinion, Mac, of do you think this piece would be good as like a film adaptation why and why or why not so no i don't think this works as a a film because the way this is written is it is um narration it's i went here i did this i did like you're you're, a lot of the uh, it's a lot of exposition like i remember i remember one of the jokes of the show well, it was when people watching this, it's like, well, yeah, you're seeing a lot of exposition. That's a, that's like 90% of the musical is I went here and I did this. I drove by and saw uh, Oz, the police officer, told, told him to roll down the window. Well, in a film, you don't do it that way. You just do it and, and, and you put underscore. So for me, I go, the show works best on stage. And I, and I know and I know the team is working on adapting this for film. But I just go there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they put it on the back burner now that they've done this. It's, yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. delayed. Um, but I know they were working on it. And I know there's a lot of rewriting or reworking of scenes that has to be done. Like re, like either remusicalizing a moment. Like, yeah. I, 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 like either musicalizing that conversation between uh, Bonnie and, and, and the police officer when she says turn on the radio. Because you can't be narrating on film. Yeah. Like, unless you're doing something where it's like it's a, it's at the anniversary celebration and they're being interviewed and we're seeing flashbacks, right? But even then, you can only narrate for so long because once again, film is a medium of show don't tell. Mm-hmm. This is very much a tell a tell and show, but yeah. tell first because it, as we see, it's such a sparse stage and the cast is so small. You have to be overly full of exposition so the audience can follow this story. And because there's so much, and it's all fourth wall breaking the whole time. Yeah. Like you right. are brought into this community, into the story that you're being told that mm-hmm. on film, I don't know if it works the same way. So in this current situation, no, no. And I don't think this is one where like, I'm dying to see it turn into a film. I'm happy with a film stage 
production because I think that's where this lives the best. I think there are other musicals like uh, well, like a parade, Ragtime, Rags, some other musicals out there that are so epic in scope and so yeah. epic in, in what's in what's required of them that they can't be done on Broadway successfully because they just cost too much money. That I go on film, that works much better. It, it's basically when you that's why I like even though Les Mis was not a great movie musical. It has the makings of a great movie musical because it's so big and epic that part of the joy of seeing that musical up on a big screen is the fact you get to see Paris, the big sweeping shots of Paris, of the barricades, right? Like I, there's something that you can't capture on stage, you get on screen in here. I think something would be lost if you tried to Absolutely. translate it from stage to screen. So yeah, that's my answer. As, yeah, as so much I, as I love any movie musical. <laughs> I had the same answer, I think. Oh, yay! Going back to yeah, because because like you said too, like once now we have this pro shot of it. Um, that's all that this piece I think really needs. needs. So I'm like, oh, I'm shocked that they're gonna do a, a film came, because I feel we talked about this. It's like it's a collective piece. There really isn't mm-hmm. one person's story, and like you're you're not yeah. supposed to be like married to each character's yeah. traje- trajectory, and that's very hard to do in a filmic setting unless you have some sort of like style switch or flair yes. to the musical but then now we're veering away from it being like raw the raw mm-hmm. musical just in a filmic setting right like uh one thing i thought it was like okay it, it might be kind of cool if it was like a lot of drone shots that are like literally over yeah. gander or like yeah. seeing the school mm-hmm. buses drive away but then yeah it would have to be like a constant flow of music and very snippy and exchangey. Yes. Yeah, I don't I, I, I don't think it works well. I, it would, be, I, I don't, it would also, yeah. if it did pull mm-hmm. off like that, it would be too mm-hmm. much of like a film phenomenon that I mm-hmm. think it would tear away from what the core of the story is yes. actually supposed to be. Because you would have to get really creative with your mm-hmm. shots. Yes. And then that, I think people would be focusing more on like, oh, that was a really cool switch or a cool handoff. And it's like, okay, right. well, that's not, that's yeah, not that's, really uh, the point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then again, it kind of going back to mm-hmm. even more, we talked about like the traditional American style musical is very mm-hmm. like, you have this protagonist that you can follow mm-hmm. and you can scope in with the camera. And then, you mm-hmm. know, song and dance can happen in the background of all this where yeah. we don't really have that in this piece so it would be very mm-hmm. choppy like hard to yeah yeah well yeah well, once again i think the character you probably would uh, there's certain characters you would have to heighten their focus on like the kevin and kevin's the um mm-hmm. the uh beverly bass would obviously get a heightened mm-hmm. uh focus uh probably beulah and hannah will get some focus because they're another partnership that's strong as well as um i don't keep forgetting their names frank uh diane and nick <laughs> That'd be, yeah. So like those would be the ones you'd have to really kind of take out and do some heightening work and fill out their stories. Mm-hmm. But once again, like, like it's then such I guess it, it tears show. away. Yeah. It tears away from right. It tears away yeah. from what the actual musical was. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess just like United ninety three, the whole power of this musical is that there is no one standout. There is there is no one hero. Everybody has their moment to shine. Their moment to be focused upon. And get, and get get the attention, and I think that's what's really great about that. I mean, like, there's a reason why Gervin Hansen's coming as uh, as like a movie musical, because that's much more easier to translate to yeah. to to film. Because as you said, it's a nat- it's a natural American musical that has the protagonist and and the natural kind of storyline that lends itself well to a film. 
We all, yeah. this does not. This is very much its own thing. And I mean, the nice thing is we've done it. We've now done Hamilton. We've done Come From Away. Uh, I, I, ho- I hope, I hope this is, uh, we have, we have uh, Diana coming onto yeah. Netflix, uh, which is interesting because it's going to open on Broadway. And I don't know if that's going to affect their sales. If people are like, right. do I pay money on Broadway or do I go see it on Netflix for cheap? Like I know Come From Away, it's such a phenomenon that, it has that staying power that even if you can watch it at home, not everybody has Apple TV. So it's yeah. one of those things that like, if you can have it, great. If you don't, you can still go see it live. And, it, and this is a musical that deserves to be seen live. But I think hopefully we'll see some other musicals get the pro shot treatment. Well, well, and it's something like, like mm-hmm. without going too far into it, but like, mm-hmm. especially with pieces like Come From Away in Hamilton, like yeah. to me, that's mm-hmm. exciting for me as a musical theater artist because mm-hmm. like if we're running into these because I, I would I would go the same route personally I would go the same route with Hamilton I would I would not mm-hmm. like to see a film adaptation because yeah, I think no, it doesn't work. with a pro shot it mm-hmm. the, the piece resonates in that specific medium like yeah. let's halt plus it, the let's cast digitize, let's digitize it to that yeah. on, mm-hmm. and that only but yeah. it gives it gives them it gives some some hope and groundedness to the, the to live theater right yeah. it's like if we are now making these pieces mm-hmm. that are fresh in form and new and mm-hmm. taking past stories and very mm-hmm. much making them super relevant and yeah. and resonant with folks of today mm-hmm. um and having them kind of fit the mold of that medium like live yeah. theater isn't going anywhere where like yeah. Pre-pandemic, we were yeah. already kind of a, a, a dying form, and then mm-hmm. like in pandemic, it's yeah. it's like okay, is when's theater coming back? But yeah. with these pieces, like they there's these are some staple pieces, and like they are mm-hmm. the heartbeat right now of musical yeah. theater. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and and, and, and I mean, I, and I mean yeah. yeah, I mean, I really do hope we will see some other shows that will get like I can see six. Being a show that can mm-hmm. get a pro shot, that's what, once For again, that's sure. not a show that fits the natural mold. It's not one that I can see mm-hmm. adapting well into like a movie musical, but you definitely can do a pro shot of it if it proves to be popular enough that yeah. you can do some really neat stuff with that one. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones that are coming that would be really good to do. I mean, there's always, I mean, I mean, we, I mean, there's a lot of the classics that have, that have had their chance, like, Cats has a pro shot. Phantom has a concert pro shot. Lehman's has several concert pro shots. Um, but like Jesus Christ Superstar those, has some those, pro shots. Like, those yeah. still have the like yeah. workings of and, and they have been successful film yeah. adaptations. Yeah. But something like, yeah, like Six is a really good example too of like, yes. I think that works. Like, let's yeah. stop it at a pro shot. Let's not yeah. do a film adaptation because then you're yeah. starting to strip away mm-hmm. the purpose of yes. Of those like these story so I guess like kind of what I'm getting around to is hopefully we will continue to go down this road of new musicals being written like very much from the beginning intricately woven with form Mm -hmm. yes this new type of form like the physicality and the text are very much in Mm -hmm. like both sharing the stage and very much both important at the exact same Mm -hmm. time so mm-hmm. much so that like it is rooting itself on the stage. Yeah. It's like you can't take me behind the camera, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. Look at us, we're spiraling to now. I know the future I of know. musical theater. If, well, I mean, once again, like like oh, that, that's the joy of this is that there, and I and I think and I like the fact they're recognizing that 
some shows are able to do the proper like jump to movie musicals uh and then they're realizing there are other ways to honor some of the other ones that don't and still get the proper attention and i once again i think it all starts with um hamilton hamilton proved to be popular which then opened the door to studios going what else is out there that we can get the rights to so diana came along uh, I, I think we may be able to that, a little bit Diana out eventually soon with so right. much Princess Diana stuff coming down the pipeline. Yeah, but it's good that they're getting their their fair share in now. Uh, so we have them come from way like we have so many great shows that like like I would love to like apparently they're going to be doing a rumor that they're going to be filming um Sutton Foster's run of Anything Goes from the West End. Okay, so that's a one there company. By Sondheim, yeah, the, the yeah. one the the one they're doing with the female Bobby, that would be another good one because once again, company like I I I I've drafted a way to do it as a proper movie musical, but in its original form, in its abstract non-linear plot form, it works really well on stage, and I think yeah. the cast is really strong. They have so I, I definitely see them wanting to maybe do a filmed version of that. That's like a proper production, not just the concert they did a few years ago. So yeah, it'll be very interesting. I'm very e- eager to see how, even though we're getting back to reopening, how we use, continue to use the digital medium to 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 to, to lend ourselves to seeing more theater. Because we were doing that before with a lot of plays, like Stratford did a lot, National Theater did a lot, but it was all plays. But musicals have an even broader appeal. So if you can get them, Filmed, they, they they will prove profitable. I guarantee. Right. Because I mean, I mean, not I mean, not to be smirch some of the other stuff, but like Nicholas Nickleby, it adds a really great material. But I don't think everybody's wanting to sit through nine hours of content. But right. people will sit through an hour and a half, ninety minutes of Come From Away, and and it's and it's great to watch both versions. Like a Nicholas Nickleby is great, just as much as a Come From Away is great. It's just using that digital medium to capture some beautiful bits of theater, which yep. is, which is the most important thing, right? Like getting, making theater as, as accessible as possible because not everybody can afford to go to Broadway to see Hamilton, but people can afford yep. a, a, a Disney plus pass. Right. They can watch Hamilton at home and come from away. Not everybody can yep. afford to go see come from away on Broadway or in Toronto, but they can watch it at home for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like five ninety nine a month, I think. So yep. really great that way. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Any other thoughts, Jill, we want to explore? Or are we wrapping it up and flying it a gander? Watch this, you know, pour yourself a beverage, mm-hmm. alcoholic or non-alcoholic. Screech. Yeah, sure. Um, and mm-hmm. uh bring a Kleenex box and yeah, yeah treat treat yourself mm-hmm. to some like one of the best pieces of our time right now. It's, I think it is. Sure. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. And I will say, yeah, exactly that. Like, go, come on out, watch it. You won't be sorry. It's worth the $5.99 or $10.99 it is to buy it if you don't want to get Apple TV. Like, this is definitely one to show the kids, show the family. It's just a lovely family, uh, a family experience musical. It, 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 and the show does a really good job of capturing that community. And even though you're not in the theater, you still get that wonderful homey vibe brought, yeah. uh, brought from the stage to your screen. So, Watch it. It's it's a great Friday night movie. So get on out there. It's a reminder of the the positive side of humanity. Agreed. So I honestly, like, you know, in some of our panels, we say, like, would you recommend this as a watch to theater students or to your students? Yes. Every human being Mm -hmm. should watch this musical. Yes. Um, Yeah. Yes. 
Love it. Well, Jill, on that note, where can people find and follow you? Yes. So people can find, follow me on uh, my artist Instagram account, which is Mm jillian.robinson96. Yeah. As usual, I'm posting some musical covers and keeping folks up to date of, um, I recently just went to Stratford with Ryan. So posted all about that. So uh, yeah, that's where you can be all abreast of what I'm up to. Love it. Uh, we can find following me on all social media platforms at Mackenzie Horner. You can follow my other uh, antics uh, of all the musicals with uh, Before the Downbeat, a musical podcast. We will not be covering Come From Away because it, it does not meet our 10-year mark yet. So we'll have to wait till 2027 to do that. But there are other great musicals. We did an episode all about the Canadian Anna Green Gables musical as part of our third season. So you definitely can check that out if you're wanting some more Canadian musical love content explored. There we are. At the time of this recording, we will have just started season four with Wicked, the the Aussian musical about the Witches of Oz. So you can check that out as well as our shot by shot and trailer review for the most recent trailer for the upcoming West Side Story remake, because that is coming this December. And if you can't tell by all the content I post about it on for the downbeat. Autumn and I are very excited about this upcoming uh, adaptation. It's, it looks so much better than Cats that we saw two years ago. Like, oh, leagues and bounds better than that. <laughs> but there we go, everybody. Uh, remember to follow the Cup of Hemlock podcast if you're not already, so you can take us on the road with you wherever you go. Uh, and then uh, until then, everybody, stay healthy, stay safe, and we will see you all with our next episode. Thanks. Bye. Cheers.